1: Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on
0: Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
1: NFL Divisional Weekend, which is arguably the best weekend of football every single year. I get excited. Way too excited for a
0: divisional weekend in yeah, the NFL. But there's chance for some big upsets. We'll explain. Mm, we're
1: going to get to that, and also snacks. We're going to talk about old school snacks. We're going to talk about uh, I'm him moments. So lots to get to on the show. But let's see if you're as good as my son, who's three. Ready, Ben? As good at what? Picking oh. his nose? Uh, I don't know I'm if you're as good. good. I don't know if you're as good as that. I don't know. I'm one right, of the best. Go. Let's practice. My son is three. Let's practice. Ben, how old are you today? Two. Good job, buddy. There you go. All
3: right. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. The minute we walk into Disney, how old are you now?
0: Uh, I'm free. You're three again. There you go. Yeah, but he's two, but he's free. Yeah. Meaning he's free because he got it yeah. free because he's two.
4: He's yeah. free 99. Yeah, exactly.
1: I told my wife, I'm like, hold
0: him close to you like a little baby. Wait, so you're saying lie to the school system and lie <laughs> to Disney? Just get a little 18? bonnet yes. on Ben's head. I think the moral of Rich's story is just teach your kids to lie.
1: <laughs> hey, Ben, I know you're three, but hold this baby bottle. Who doesn't lie about their small children? Listen, I'm Dude. honest with the airlines I'll tell you that but I'm I not. remember you had your like 6-year-old daughter on your lap and you're like she's 2. I would be like <laughs> you're 2 years old.
0: Remember that? <laughs> you're uh, you're going to be 3 this year. You're very big for your age. Seriously. Well, Rich was in Disney yesterday. If you missed the show, it was a phone one. Check the podcast. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And a quick reminder, after the show today, we're doing Overpromised. So whatever we don't fit in the show today, it's on our bonus podcast on Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page. But Danny G puts a best of up every day from what you hear on the radio yeah. and a best of the week now. So be sure to check out the podcast, search Cavino and rich wherever you get your pods and be sure to follow rate and review. Remember that follow rate and review. And if you leave a nice little comment, you qualify for our CNR Swiggy water bottles, stainless steel bottles. Again, just search Cavino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts, and don't miss Overpromised <laughs> today. Got to tell you, I felt FOMO. I was the fear of missing
1: out when I was not here yesterday. Yeah, because two of your big conversations, I wanted to get in on. So later today on Overpromised, I have my thoughts on the Super Bowl matchup everyone wants. Oh, and Danny G, I heard you. I knew it. I knew it. I heard you. <laughs> I knew it. Yo, know, I don't want Rich's Niners. Don't tell them. Well, I know. So guess what? If we're going to hang this weekend and have some food and watch the games, it's going to be Sunday because you're not allowed at my house if you're rooting for the Packers. <laughs> oh.
0: save, it. save it. Yeah, what do you do about
4: the Yeah, but the you invites? don't know who I'm going to pick when we do our pick four tomorrow. Okay. Oh, okay. Cavino right. so, sold you out, by the way. <laughs> oh,
0: right, right, right. <laughs> oh, but the question congrats. is, and we'll save it for over promised right after the show on the YouTube page, Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page. Do you invite someone? Who's rooting against your team? Do you welcome them like in
4: your Danny, home? Danny,
1: Danny, if the Raiders are in a big playoff
0: year, if the Raiders are in a big playoff game, and I was like,
4: "Yeah, I'm rooting against the Raiders," you tell me to beat it. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> I so, had to go through this the last time the Raiders were in the Super Bowl against the Bucks. There was a family member there just rooting for the Bucks to annoy me. They weren't a Bucks fan. They just wanted the Raider fans in the room to lose. Out, get them. Out yeah, of, get, get them out of, out of the house. So
1: if we're gonna hang this weekend, Danny, it's gonna be Sunday. We can hang during the games that uh, I don't care about as much. Well, but something else I wanted to bring up. I think you guys nailed it with the best siblings in sports.
0: That was a great conversation. If you missed it, Danny G, Dan Byer, Spot, and of course Cavino. You know what it was, Rich? We said that the Kelsey brothers, I think, solidified their place as number three. That really was the the juice and the meat. There's lots of siblings in sports. No, I, listen, if but you're there, up there, as think, some of the best. I think the trickiest
1: question was. If you're going to go typical and do Mount Rushmore, three are sold. Kelsey's, the Williams sisters, and the Mannings. I really couldn't figure out if there was an obvious fourth. And you could chime in at Covino and Rich, but that was a great conversation you guys had yesterday. And And I just feel like the fourth is the tricky one because I think those three, it's hard to argue Kelsey's, Manning's, and, of course, the Fourth Williams might be sisters. the Watts
4: or something like the that. The Watts? Yeah. Man, the Maybe. Watts, are,
1: man, the Necros that you guys were talking about.
0: And then I was like, Kavino probably mentioned the Charlie brothers, right,
1: that are yeah. dominating boxing yeah. right now. Klitschko you know go
4: brothers.
0: Klitschko brothers. And I'm glad you brought up boxing because, well, Fox Sports Radio Nation, I'm a fight fan. Fighting. All right, and you're tying football into boxing,
1: by the way. So if people are like, boxing, he's tying this into football. His Get two this.
0: loves. Yes. Tying it together, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. We want you guys to chime in at Cavino and Rich. As you know, Rich, Packers had a huge upset this past weekend. The 9-8 and Packers beat the 12-5 and Cowboys. You know what i I
1: haven't, heard, I haven't heard about
0: the Cowboys losing. What are you talking about? Hey, somebody might be coming back from vacation or out of a coma. I don't know. <laughs> Probably so, out of a coma. <laughs> if you missed it, big upset. Here's what you definitely missed, though. Terrence Crawford, Terrence Bud Crawford, the boxer, is a big Packers fan. And his most recent opponent, Errol Spence, is a Cowboys fan. So he used this as another way to jab his rival. They're supposed to fight again. He goes, ooh-wee, this game looking like me and Errol Spence. They must have injuries. That's why they're winning, huh? Because Errol Spence <laughs> says he has cataracts and I remember, he had injuries. I remember he got his ass whooped. We were there, Danny. We watched it. We were there, man. <laughs> yeah. Terrence Crawford, T.K. him in the ninth round. But again, Errol Spence wasn't all there. He seemed high, to be honest. Something was not
1: right. You know who wasn't all there either? The guy sitting next to Danny that we were convinced was going to the bathroom in his seat. Oh.
0: remember that I remember that
4: I try to forget
0: so again Crawford referring to Spence's excuses like hey what's the Cowboys excuse here seems like my Packers beat them down the way I beat you down the way I'm gonna beat you down again now the only difference is I didn't find that fight to be an upset I don't think it was an upset that Terrence Crawford whooped Spence right it was a surprise but Crawford's a great fighter it was a surprise when the Packers beat the Cowboys. So Danny G and I were talking and we're like the biggest upset in boxing maybe in sports ever happened February 11th, 1990 in Tokyo. Everybody remembers where they were. 42 to 1 biggest underdog James Buster Douglas knocks out Iron Mike Tyson.
2: What an uppercut. By- He, he, it's over. It's over. Mike Tyson has been knocked
5: out. Unbelievable.
0: Now, we all remember that. We watched in shock. We thought for sure Tyson was going to come back or something. You know, he knocked Douglas down, but Douglas kept boxing him, beat his ass. I mean, you're, you're the guy that points us out, and I'll, I'll give you credit.
1: When you watch that fight, the whole time you were thinking, all right, when's Tyson going to turn it around? When you watch back, and from the perspective of, Oh, Buster Douglas is just whooping his ass. (laughs) He whooped his ass from the start. From the start. There was no, you know, there was no when's Tyson turning it around. Buster Douglas was in control the whole time, except one knockdown where Tyson got a good punch in.
0: So Terrence Crawford said that the Packers beating the Cowboys was like Crawford beating Spence. I think the Packers beating the Cowboys was closer to Douglas beating Tyson. But then that poses another question, Rich, and this is where we want everybody to chime in. What is... The Buster Douglas upset of the playoffs this weekend, would it be the Texans beating the Ra- the Ravens or Green Bay beating your Niners? What's the bigger upset there? What's the 42-1 to Buster Douglas moment of those two games? I mean, I'll, I'll give you the even the bigger answer.
1: The Buster Douglas of the 2023-24 NFL season would be if the Houston Texans go any further. And let's just say they go... To the Super Bowl. like To me, the Houston Texans are that underdog, rookie coach, rookie quarterback. That's the story. That's the Buster Douglas.
0: The Packers, Jordan Love's in a groove. They've won six out of their last seven, seven out of their last eight. Dude, they were nine and eight. Granted, again, they're in their groove, they're in their zone, but you could make an argument that this young-ass team, youngest team in the NFL, beating your 49ers – would be just as big, if not bigger, of an upset. So that's where we ask you, and what are the chances of two giant upsets this weekend? Are we going to get one, or is it going to be, yeah, the Ravens and 49ers win in dominant fashion? Are you asking me who the Buster Douglas is? The the Buster Douglas is is the the Buster Douglas of the playoffs. Which of those two games is the bigger upset? Well,
1: not, not to jinx myself as a Niners fan. Okay.
0: If the Packers
1: did win... You'd you'd have the sentiment of, wow, Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur, they figured it out, meaning they've won six of their last seven. At one point they were three and six. They were struggling. There was no thought. I think our, our you know what our boss Scott tweeted something out that I thought was awesome. Which was if you would have told the 49ers, and let, me, let me get the exact the exact tweet. If you would have told the 49ers at some point in this season that Come playoff time, the Cowboys would be out, the Eagles would be out, and the Packers would be in. Before the Niners even played their first postseason game, you would have thought you were dreaming.
0: Yeah, exactly, because they were more dominant teams. But you're now playing the hot hand, which is a little scary. They're young and they're hungry. Here's the tweet. Imagine telling the
1: 49ers after week 12 that before they even played in the postseason – the ten and one Eagles would be out. The eight and three Cowboys would be out. Meanwhile, the four and seven Bucks are in, and the five and six Pack is in.
4: And I should point out, a couple of months ago, there were guys like Shine and others on different networks, a couple on ours, saying that Jordan Love was not the answer in Green Bay and that he was a slob. Unbelievable. Adam Shine. Love is not the answer.
1: Our pal Cowherd. I mean, there's a lot of reputable people that have, have walked it back and said, hey, listen, maybe I was wrong. Cowherd said You're he's not never seen wrong. in his broadcasting career, Colin Cowherd said he's never
0: seen a bigger in-season adjustment than Jordan Love. I mean, that's an ultimate compliment right there. So, again, Fox Sports Radio Nation, Danny G, I want to know from you. Perfette, I want to know from you. Upsets. What would shock you the most? The biggest upset. What's the bigger upset, the Buster Douglas, of the playoffs here? Is it the Texans, Ravens, or Green Bay over the Niners? Danny G, what comes to mind for you, man? Which is the bigger upset of those two matchups?
4: I'm going to say just because the Packers' defense has been such a liability and Jordan Love turned it on late, I think the Packers beating – the very strong 49ers would be the bigger of the two, and also I'm a big CJ Stroud fan, so I almost assume he's going to go in and have a close battle with Lamar Jackson. If the Packers could go in and upset the Niners, that's really going to surprise Noah me. You know,
0: what adds weight to that,
1: though,
4: that, right? No, no, I think the I think the Niners <laughs> are going to go.
1: Yeah, he wants to. T- I, I, I don't I want I don't, Ravens
4: I, Niners in the I, Super Bowl.
1: I don't blame Danny or anyone. Or Profet, obviously a Lions fan. I don't blame anyone that's like, I want the Lions to go to the Super Bowl because of the story. I don't, I don't blame you there. But if you want the Packers to beat my Niners this week.
5: I'm, not, I'm I don't think we could be pals. I, I, I understand <laughs> Rich the Lions. Has two letters for you. F U. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> not, not rooting, rooting against the Green Bay Packers is a tale as old as time for someone like me. So thank you, Profet. You, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Even Lions. if, even if the Packers win, that is another potential home game for the Lions in these playoffs. But still, I can't, I can't do it. Like I, I saw, I saw Lions fans rooting, cheering when they were beating the Cowboys, and like I can't, I can't condone that behavior. I hate them too much. <laughs> well, so
0: what's the Buster Douglas of the divisional round for you, Perfect. <sighs> What's the bigger upset? I,
5: I think I understand where you guys are coming from on 49ers and Packers, but I feel like... It's it, for me. It's Ravens and Texans because I feel like the Ravens have more to lose. Specifically, Lamar Jackson has more to lose yeah, on his reputation. MVP, on yeah, we talking we're, about his reputation. Talking about how dominant the, this Ravens team has been. What he's been there. It'd be another playoff loss for Lamar Jackson and for this Ravens team that has just been. Thoroughly dominant throughout the entire season to fall to the Texans. Who, let's not get it twisted. The Texans had came on a little bit late and they they showed some gumption against the Cleveland Browns, who are a good defense. But that is still a rookie quarterback. That is still a young team. That is still a team that was coming off of a like by all intents and purposes, this was a rebuilding year for the Texans. Yeah, they should be they happy that in they were because in of, they, they get would... them in because of a weak division. Like. It, Dude, the Ravens can't this, lose. That's what makes yeah. this so
0: interesting because there are two matchups where there could be a major, major upset, but which is the bigger one? You guys oh, made yeah. great points because you got a, a young rookie quarterback, like he said, and a guy who could be the MVP this year with a lot to prove in Lamar Jackson. And then you got the powerhouse 49ers. All healthy. All healthy and a young, hot. No one expected the Green Bay Packers
1: to be this good. Man, what I mean, matchup? That Ravens loss was the only time Brock Purdy and this Niners team has lost healthy. When Debo, Trent Williams, everyone's healthy, Mm -hmm. McCaffrey, they've only lost one game as a core. And that's against the Ravens, which is
5: why I'm scared of the Ravens as a Niners fan. The Ravens have also just housed everyone; like they they've they've played a lot of teams in their season that have been playoff teams. Like I remember when they they thoroughly dominated the Detroit Lions. Who don't let anyone really dominate them? They beat the Texans to start the year. This is a rematch. This is basically yeah. a rematch game for them. You know, they beat the Rams when the Rams are really hot. They've they they beat the doll. They thrashed the Dolphins. This is a Ravens team that's looked at every oncomer, every other contender in this playoffs and beat them in the regular season. I look back at, I, God, I don't know the year. Was it
1: 20? The year when the Giants went on to, to go all the way. Do you remember that year, Danny, where the 15-1 Packers lost
5: to the Giants? Oh, of course.
1: That to me, when you when you say, as soon as you said What's the Buster Douglas of the playoffs? I wasn't even thinking now. I was thinking back to Aaron Rodgers, 15-1. I mean, that, how could you not think now when you got two potential that upsets this weekend? That Packers team lost to a, I think, not even 10-win Giants team. Remember the the road Giants team that went on to win? That Packers team. That was a team. big Danny DeVito
5: game. <laughs> the Danny DeVito game. Danny DeVito! That's right.
0: I'm no. going this, Rich. That um, was a big one. For fun. the record, and I'm quoting you actually because yeah. rich so arrogantly says he feels like this weekend is going to be a smack them back to reality for the texans and the packers but i really believe that the bigger upset here would be the packers beating your niners the nine and eight yeah. very young inexperienced in the playoffs green bay packers right, well, let me let me beating uh, your 49ers with all those expectations at 12 and 5 and all your superstars. That's the the that puts it over the edge for me. The fact that your team is dominant and healthy right now, if the Packers beat the 49ers, that's the shocking. biggest upset of the weekend. Even now, more shocking than the Texans beating the Ravens. The 2011 Packers. That was it. it was the 2011 Packers.
1: And I want to flip the question a little bit on you guys. Now that we've decided, all right. Everyone's decided in their own head. What would be the bigger upset? Would it be Hey, listen, Lamar hasn't got out of the divisional round. He has yet to play in a championship game, so he's fighting to play in his first championship game. Let alone, you know, let alone just winning this one. He wa- he wants to make it there. Of course, the Niners, Brock Purdy, got something to prove. My question is this: of those two upset teams, this happens a lot in March Madness. You'll see a, an amazing upset, like a low, like a 16 or 15 seed does something miraculous. Mm-hmm. And what happens the next round they get their ass beat and it's like well, oh, that was for nothing but hey it was for the fun of it but it didn't amount to nothing right right let me ask you this if either one of these teams houston or green bay wins this weekend who actually has a path to actually do something with it and i think the answer there believe it or not is the packers because if the packers do beat the niners the packers could very well beat the bucks and the Packers are a division rival with the Lions. They can beat them. So the Packers actually have a path. Can you imagine? It's time. When 50 hits, let's go. There's a surge. Yeah!
5: What we going to do right here is go back.
2: Uh, that's my- that's- my- back into time. Uh.
5: Throwing it back for a Thursday. Old school when 50 hits. At 50 after, CNR give you the time capsule topic and we reminisce
3: together. Yeah.
1: yeah, boy. Now, we go old school every Thursday. Reminisce a little bit. Stuff like starter jackets and baseball cards and wrestling figures and starting lineups and, you know, all the games we had as a kid. Mode ball. But today, this is so uh, super hilarious to me. The Ravens, you know, arguably the best team in the NFL. You know how you always hear from craft service people like these big, huge dudes just pound back food like it's nobody's business. They are eating a lot. I mean, think of how much food has to be provided for 50 plus behemoth men. The Ravens craft services people say that they eat 30 to 60 Uncrustables a day, equaling 7,500 in a season. They're keeping
0: smuckers in business.
1: 7,500 Uncrustables have been eaten by this season's
0: Baltimore Ravens team. Now, everybody knows what a smuckers Uncrustable is, right? I mean, everybody had them growing up or has them for their kids. That's the thing. Some of the stuff you had growing up comes back into your life when your kids start eating it again. That's... I'm going to be
5: honest. I don't remember these at all from my childhood. I thought they were a brand new invention. Well, they are not.
1: These have been around for a minute. I feel like I never had them though. My siblings were more uncrustable.
0: My mom would be like, oh, what well, you yeah. want that for? I was just a regular little peanut butter and jelly sandwich kid. Again, these are the packaged, you can get them in a vending machine. Peanut
4: butter and jelly yeah. on crust, No crust. My little sisters lived on these sandwiches.
0: Exactly.
1: Danny, did they have 7,500 in a season? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. just
1: fueling the Ravens, by the way. You know what? You know what they need to do? The Houston Texans need to go steal their uh, Uncrustables. Maybe it's their, uh, maybe it's the kryptonite. So we ask you, what is the snack from your childhood? that you just can't eat the way you used to because you'd be a slob if you did. And yes. as you look at it and you reminisce. And you're like, ah, uh, we had some good times
0: together. But I, you just can't do it anymore. You know, Big Mike, who runs this place? Yeah. Who? I know. Never heard of him. Yeah, actually actually has a new Twitter. Mike, who runs this? Should have just been Mike who? <laughs> Mike who? <laughs> he so, just stopped at who. He was saying the fun
1: part is uh, when you have kids a lot of these snacks are reintroduced into your life like wow I haven't seen you in 20 years goldfish um, I'll give you one I gotta throw it out there my kids have them and I will want to steal them all the time Dunkaroos.
5: I was about to ask, have they reintroduced Dunkaroos? Dunkaroos are back. <laughs> Dunkaroos. I'll dunk all you day. You are in the same wavelength. And <laughs> let me tell you, man. Dunkaroos was your test of, do I have the ability
0: to- That's what to... Rich kept in his pouch in the starter jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I got
5: my Dunkaroos. <laughs> and
0: Dunkaroos in his
1: uh, juice boxes. <laughs> you said it, man. Well, you know what? The thing about Dunkaroos, it was your first time where you had to ration out the cookies and the cream. Right? Exactly. So, hey, your old school snacks and treats. We'll get to it next here on CNR.
0: TJ Hutchman and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple
2: Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from.
1: Up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. The Baltimore Ravens eat roughly 60 Uncrustables a day, equaling 7,500 in a season. The Smuckers Uncrustables, the peanut butter and jelly prepackaged
0: sandwiches, prepackaged PBJs. Minus the crust, the Uncrustables. I looked up their nutritional value, by the way. And this is the beauty of being in your 20-somethings, being able to eat whatever you want. Total fat, 9 grams, 12%. Saturated fat, 2 grams, 10%. Trans fat, nothing. Cholesterol, nothing. Sodium, 22 grams. Carbs, 28 grams. Sugars, 10 grams. There's only six grams of protein. I thought there would be more. That's why I looked. I'm like, well, how much protein? Because surprisingly, Rich, certain things that we used to snack on, like Yoohoo. Like a lot of fitness guys are like, well, if you're not drinking a protein shake, have a Yoohoo or something because there's a lot of protein in that. I thought maybe there'd be yeah. more protein. Yeah, dude, you're a <laughs> middle-aged
1: guy reading labels right now. And and listen, I do the same thing, which makes you— You're right. Well, that's the point. I think back. When when you see guys like Michael Phelps and Floyd Mayweather Jr. and they're, how they're talking about how they have McDonald's every day. They're burning Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan said he had McDonald's breakfast Every day. You could do that, I guess, when you're the most elite athlete in the world.
4: Yeah. You know, I've been looking at the contents a lot lately because I haven't been, I've been trying to avoid sugar the past couple of months. Yeah.
1: You look fantastic, by
4: the way, Danny. It makes a big difference. It does. Get Get rid of the soda, unless it's a zero that you can actually stand. And even that, don't drink it a lot. But the one snack that we used to just house, and in middle school, I remember buying the ones that even had vanilla pudding in the middle, the Hostess Pie. Remember those Bro, pudding those pies, snack pies? Do you know how
1: bad they are for you? Yo. My buddy and I had a joke about how we can't find vanilla pudding pies anymore. So anytime one of us would go to like a truck stop and find it, <laughs> we'd actually mail it to the other guy. Those things have a shelf life of like a decade because yeah. they're the, <laughs> the chemicals in
0: them. But they
4: Dude, are five hundred to one thousand calories in one little pie, Bro. and the sugar twenty five grams of added sugar.
0: Yo, I got I got three. You ready? Yeah. Again, based on the uncrustable story. We ask you on a throwback Thursday, old school and 50 hits, what are those snacks you used to pound, you used to house like Doogie Hauser. You would house these snacks, but you just can't do it anymore. But you look at them and look back fondly like, oh, me and you had some good times. Dynamite. For me, I'd go bowling like every Saturday, Sunday. I used to bowl all the time. And I'd go there and I'd buy a Taylor Ham sandwich. Who do you up think Jersey, you are? I am. I, I was like little Pete Weber, right? <laughs> But I would house pizza flavored combos, man. Oh, pizza yes. flavored combos, my favorite combo. Nice. Pizza flavored combos, like, dude, by the bag, right? I wouldn't have serving size. Serving size. Serving size for losers. I drink the I eat the whole bag.
1: You know what you'd be terribly saddened by? What? what is the recommended serving size? Yeah, it's like for a, oh, three little pretzel nuggets. For, for a lot of snacks. Mean it's not one bag? No, exactly. <laughs> I, think there, I think there was a meme going around where it's like, how insulting to say a serving size of Oreos is two. But, dude, I,
0: I'm telling you, like, this was like uh, my snack of choice as a kid. When I was little, I'd come home from school. My dad ran a vending business, so I had constant snacks everywhere, right? My dad always had Hawaiian punch. Dude, I would drink... Six cans at a, oh, 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 oh. at a time. If I came
4: in from uh, outside playing wiffle ball, playing some tackle football, I would guzzle. No wonder you had a tooth infection <laughs> yeah, this
0: past weekend. Dude, my teeth are shot. Oh. Done. He has, has, I think, eight root canals. But, dude, when's the last time you had Hawaiian punch? He had a tooth collapse on him once. (laughs) And (laughs) not only that, how about this? I think this one's more relatable. This is gross. Are you going to tell about the powder thing? Uh, Kind of. Not not, not cocaine. Hold on, hold on. Dude, (laughs) when I was a kid, a snack that I can't do now... It's more of a drink, again, not only Hawaiian Punch, but Mom's Iced Tea. And I say Mom's Iced Tea because she would put like 14 scoops sweet of the sugar in sweet tea, uh, mm, but actual the sugary-ass mix, mix, mix. mix, she would put so many scoops of sugar into that bad boy that I think I was addicted, and I would drink Kool-Aid, Tang, and those... Iced tea mixes by the scoop. I would eat the scoop of sugar out of the out of the can. You eat eat the powder.
4: Yeah, I would eat (laughs) the powder by the scoop. Your very own pixie stick. Exactly,
0: but by the scoop. And oh. I can't do that anymore because I'm an
3: adult. But would you like mix water in your mouth? No. With it? You would just would do pure sugar, dude just a straight sugar, God. man. And then he would cough at a powder. Would you, oh, oh yeah. then would, would you rub it on your gums when you were done?
0: Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> addicted to the snacks, man. <laughs> Drug addict over here. Love snacks. Oh man. Did uh, I tell you I used to snort pixie sticks? Did I tell you that? You did. No, I sunshine.
1: Y-
4: you mentioned dunkaroos. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, because that was I feel like a little bit around or
3: after our time. The cra- remember the craft cheese packs? Was it craft or whatever cheese? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. With the little red stick and the crackers, you would have to <laughs> ration it out. Yeah. And you would spread
0: it on. It was that fake cheese. Yeah, for sure. I love that. That stuff I always had for snacks at I, school.
1: I would and, and listen, I, I know my brother, who's a thin guy, but when we were kids, your metabolism was oh, off yeah. the charts, right? My younger brother would eat absurd amounts of food. Like he'd go to McDonald's <laughs> and get a meal and then be like, and two additional cheeseburgers. Like you remember For doing that? Kid, like you would yeah. get a meal, and you, as my mom would say, "Growing boys, you would house abnormal amounts of snacks after school, after playing, after baseball practice, after soccer practice." Abnormal again and sugary drinks. You mean Snapple's? I would drink in a row. I'm not. I'm that not was a very popular. Remember the the rise of Snapple on the East Coast in the '90s? Yeah. I would have. Rich remember took the, Wendy to his prom. Wendy from Snapple. <laughs> yeah, I remember that? Do you know? The drink that Snapple makes, Orange Yes. It's like a sweet, nice course. orange drink. I would house like three of those a day. On Long Island, as you know, bagels are a big deal because Italian food, bagels, very New York East Coast. I would have a bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. And I'd be like, put extra butter on that sandwich. And then I'd say, in addition, give me another bagel with butter. I know like, what you w- said. We were gross when we were kids because you were, you know what it is? Kids now, now I sound like an old guy. Kids now are on their damn iPads. Kids aren't playing the way we did. When we were younger, I feel like 90% of the day I was running around like a little maniac. And then you'd run inside,
0: eat some donuts, (laughs) load up and go back out. And load up and run back outside. Dude, I know one you had because your parents would buy these. We grew up on the East Coast, Danny G. I think you have them, though, out here. The Entiman's soft little, soft Entiman's chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah. But, dude, if let's say my parents bought those, that box would be gone in an afternoon because we'd be housing those, watching cartoons and running outside. Do you think. If it was up to you as a kid, because I see my son
1: doing it now who's three and he's a little beast. My son will want to eat a whole bag of, you know, those little donuts, those hostess, the mini yeah. donuts? Oh, yeah. He'll want like more. more. If I let him do it, the he'd powdered eat the powdered or the bag. chocolate but, yeah, ones? Either yeah, either one. Oh, but forget when, it. when you're a kid, your metabolism is a different thing. You don't care, man. Yeah, you're eating all that stuff. What about like fruit snacks? Dan Byer, were you uh, into Gushers or Fruit Roll-Ups <laughs> or Fruit <laughs> by the
3: Foot? You guys touched on it a little bit earlier, but cocaine, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> no,
0: um, Not like you used to.
3: Like- Along. <laughs> <laughs> Along those lines, pun intended, fun dip.
0: Oh, oh. Yeah.
1: yeah! You know, yeah. The, you know what the best part of Fun it's Dip well, was the Don't stick. The, the stick of yes. Fun Dip was great too. Yeah. It yeah. Tastes yeah. like chalk. I loved it. <laughs> but you also that I had <laughs> to, to ration?
3: Do I just finish these sticks when I have like a pouch and a half of cherry and grape yet to go? I couldn't even get through a pouch now. If it because it kind of made a comeback. Yeah. I would say you know maybe in the last decade or so. But I tried it once and I'm what was I doing? Dude, I still eat Fun Dip. Denny. Really? Yeah. Every did, once in a while, no. if
1: I ha- if I see it laying yeah. around. Danny J. Danbyer at my daughter's little league games. I remember I was coaching T ball. Yeah, you know, they had the little snack shack like all little leagues do. I I think after we were kids, like when we were maybe teenagers in our twenties, they stepped it up with like those things that look like little baby bottles. Oh yeah, and it's like goo. It's like sugar goo. Yeah. Like yep. sugar goo. Uh, and yeah. I'm like, what are the kids? They're just drinking sugar yes, g- liquid. It's
0: just next level. It's like really just Speaking of the snack stand at a little league game when that good humor guy or the ice cream guy would come. You know, you guys were housing either. Bubble O' Bills or Fat Frogs or something like that, King Cones or yeah. you were housing all this stuff. How about oh, I got one. When you were a kid, if your mom bought a box of ice cream sandwiches, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you ate like six of them in one serving yeah.
4: Sitting yeah. size. Or some Jello four. pudding pops, they were done. My mom would be like, "Look, I'm on a budget. I'm getting a box of Otter Pops. <laughs> stick the oh, whole box of Otter Pops in the it. freezer. We,
0: we, Otter Pops are the same, by the way, as flavor ice. Yeah, that flavor was, yeah, ice. Yeah, flavor ice oh, or whatever yes, it's I'm called. In. All right, so you're phone calls now based on the Uncrustable rage with the Ravens. Yeah, that, How do you end up 13 and 4 and the most
1: dominant team in the AFC? Uncrustables. Apparently 7,500 Uncrustables throughout the season. That's amazing. It really is. So that what that was really that is thing? like, you know what? That was a little after me. I'm, I'm in my early 40s and when, when you're around that age you just missed Lunchables yeah. and Uncrustables. Yeah, spot. No, We're the same age. I, I had like, them yeah. for
0: my kid um, and I'm, I'll tell you what they're super convenient and that's yeah. why they, they go so quick. Dunkaroos we mentioned. You mentioned Gushers and Fruit Roll-Ups, all that stuff. So what comes to mind for you? Again, you used to pound those, but you can't anymore. Let's go to Jordan in Georgia. I'm sorry, Brian in Georgia. Brian, what's up, Brian?
4: What's up, gentlemen? How y'all doing? What up, buddy?
0: We're good, man.
1: 7,500 Uncrustables for the Ravens. How wild is that?
4: I can't believe (laughs) that you
1: all
2: have not mentioned the most revolutionary snack in the 90s, the Hot Pocket.
4: Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Hi, pockets, but you needed a microwave.
0: What was the? Fun? There's always that meme, like if you want to burn your mouth, and then you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and That's they like, made you independent too, because like, as a kid you were yeah. just throw them in the microwave, drinking lava. On yeah. yeah. that same,
5: <laughs> on that same front, I mean, they never really went away. But Tostinos. Uh, Totinos, oh, oh, Totinos, Totinos, Tostinos, the pizza. I, rolls? I don't know why I add the S in there. It's, it's, all right. it's one of those <laughs> ticks I've had since I was Tostinos. a kid.
1: Let me tell you, my wife still gets those, and after a couple drinks or after an edible or something, oh. my wife will be like, hey, I'll see my wife. i like, what are you doing in the kitchen? She'll have a plate of 20 Totino's pizza wow. rolls. I can't, oh. things
3: explode. I had a Totino's pizza this week. Not the rolls, but the actual yeah. pizza. Oh, pizza. Oh, nice. It's now a square. Mm. So it used to be round, but it's now a square. How, how was it? It was freaking awesome. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta be honest. It was, I actually kind of forgot it. about it and uh, cooked it a little yeah. bit longer, and I'm like- I could do this again. This you know, could this could be put into the regular rotation.
5: A a i i am. You guys were talking about serving sizes. B. I'm genuinely curious with the serving sizes on Totino pizza rolls now. Oh, probably and like six. No, n- probably. And like you have three, like sixteen of them. But B. Do you guys Do you guys ever do like the bagel pizzas? Oh, oh half yeah. Of of the half of a bagel. Mm-hmm.
0: Pizza yeah, those uh, those blew up in the early nineties for sure.
4: Covino, you mentioned the snack shack like at a football game. Yeah. I remember the kids always lining up to get corn nuts. Oh yeah. The different absolutely. flavors. Ranch flavored corn nuts, barbecue flavored corn nuts, and the OG, the originals.
0: And you know what? You know what we used to drink at least I did growing up, but you don't see kids eating at all anymore. Or drinking, I should say. When's the last time you saw kids drinking, like chocolate milk or strawberry milk or just milk? Period. No, oh, YooHoo's still
5: around. I probably yeah. don't see oh, any you know what? kids I'll tell you what, uh, that. On
1: Sunday mornings, every other Sunday or so, my I bring my kids for donuts, and they have like the Nestle Quick in the in the little in the in the cooler. And my kids always want With like the a strawberry or milk, or like, <laughs> like Hershey's. <laughs> oh no, they they get the the Nestle pre made ones like yeah. At the, uh, yeah uh, okay, yeah. so. Yeah. So
4: they wash a donut down with chocolate milk. There yeah. you go. Healthy. So six, healthy,
5: six and three, super healthy. Um, it's a couple of years ago when they were trying to sell chocolate milk as being like protein heavy. Yeah, yeah. that's a bodybuilders will say it's a backup. What's up, Dan?
3: Beyer? I just want to add. I'm sorry. I know it was 60 seconds ago, but there is a high school in Minneapolis and the Twin Cities named after the Totino founders because they gave enough money. You know, they gave millions of dollars I'm sure. I, to the I'd school. imagine
1: do they have they have to sell Tatino it? Totino high.
3: Right? Yeah. The, could you imagine lunch at like Totino High Totino High? <laughs> Totino Grace High School. Wow. Wow. Yes. A lot of people but, in so, California get so, Totino High. The point being all of your eating of pizza rolls <laughs> has <laughs> helped kids in their education. Look at, Look at that. In the upper Midwest. Man. It's, a, it's did all some wish good. Wish I went
4: to East Doritos.
1: <laughs> <was> a <gonna> <laughs> bunch, ch- bunch of chubby kids at Totino High. <laughs> uh, you know, by the, by the way, the answer, uh, you asked, the serving size. What do you think it is? What do they say the serving size is? I'm going to say Totino's Pizza Rolls. Four. Four. I thought that to Six, actually. Six. Oh, so, oh, okay. That's fair. Okay. Right. I can,
0: you know, so I only double the sizing. That Rich, I... you didn't used to house some Cool Ranch Doritos when they became <laughs> the rage? Back on the oh, East yeah. Coast, back I on the East I Coast, did, yeah. there's uh,
1: there's some different brands going on, right, on the East Coast and West Coast. That's just regional stuff, right? Like, out here on the West Coast, you guys aren't down with Elio's Pizza. Love it. That was a big East Coast yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking of all the different pastries. Like, for me... I like cheese doodles. I know Cheetos are the thing, but like Wise, remember the brand Wise? Woodhouse. Yeah, yeah Dipsy doodles, cheese doodles, of all course. that stuff. Again, talk- so we're,
0: we're going over to snacks that you used to eat nonstop, but you just don't do it anymore because you're an adult or you try to be.
5: You you talking Cool Range Doritos there, and it just jogged my memory to a soda. I don't think I see anyone drinking anymore. I'm kind of glad they don't, but Mountain Dew Code Red was absolutely massive. When you know, I was yeah. in high you
1: know perfect. one of my favorite stories from Cavino and Rich History. No joke. We, we, this is, we've been doing the show together, you know, before here at SiriusXM for years. There was a story about a town in the South that everyone in the town. It was in Kentucky, I believe. It was, I believe, Yeah. Everyone in town had a case of the dew mouth. And they like, got
0: they all got addicted to it. Yeah, oh, everyone oh, in town oh, was addicted oh, oh. to
1: Mountain Dew and they said the dentist was having issues seeing all the people. Everyone in this small town <laughs> had came terrible teeth. Them, uh, yeah, <laughs> specifically <laughs> that code red flavor, no. though. I just don't remember
4: to have a specific period. Yeah, area. man. Literally code red.
0: Yo, look up dew mouth. Rich isn't lying. The whole <laughs> town went through some weird <laughs> thing. All their teeth yeah. started to
1: rot. Uh, uh, let's go to Michael in Virginia. Michael. Based on the Ravens, 7,500 Uncrustables. What's your childhood snack? What's up, man?
2: It was cheap, and it came in three flavors, orange, grape, and cherry, and that was the old-school popsicle. It was cheap for my parents to get to me, and my mom hated it when we, uh, she had to do it a lottery all the time because we would just stain our shirts like crazy.
5: Old yeah,
4: just, just
0: the regular popsicle yeah. on the yeah. stick. Yeah, yeah. forget about it. Eat the, like, no, they come in doubles, too, right? The, yeah. And you, yeah. Break yeah. <laughs> you break
5: them apart. You And you like little, six uh, at a time. A little on, on the
0: stick. That, that's the cool, that's the difference, though, because you have something called, I don't know, self-control now. Yeah, that you, you try. try. Right? Mm-hmm. So you'll have one popsicle. As a kid you'd eat like 6 in a row. You know, look at, looking back, Kavino,
1: the fudge
4: sickles were even better. <laughs> looking back,
1: <laughs> I, I was I'm a uh, oh, you know what, know, what my daughter loves and I introduced her. I was like, "Dad loved these when he was a kid." I was at the supermarket and I picked up some strawberry shortcake uh ice cream bars. Oh, yeah, the best. Or the chocolate so good. ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the chocolate <laughs> ones. There was a uh, I don't know if they were awful or awesome, and I don't remember because to me, I may have loved them just cuz I was a big wrestling fan as a kid. But do you remember the wrestling bars from the ice cream man? Of course, They're like the dude. cakey Man, oh, I chased like, the
0: Ice Cream Man as far as I can chase him.
1: <laughs> My dad had a great trick. My dad would shuffle around trying to look for money until the Ice Cream Man was far enough away. Yeah. And he's parent. like, oh, here, here's no a dollar. No
2: parent had a
0: dollar when you needed one. Never. Uh, Mike in Montana, you're on the show. Cavino and Rich doing it back, reminiscing on a Thursday.
4: Yeah, man. Uh, you guys kind of touched on all of them, but uh, seasonally speaking, I would say peak. The uh, oh. the little marshmallows. I love thing. them. Rich, yeah. Rich
0: has this theory where now that they've become so accessible for every holiday, they're not as good as far as novelty.
1: Yeah, I used to, like to look forward to Peeps at Easter and I would house them. But now that they're like Halloween Peeps and Christmas Peeps, I it took it away from me a little bit. But,
0: but I did like them. I still do.
1: Man, if he's talking about holiday treats, that's a whole separate conversation. Oh, oh my it. god. Yeah, uh
0: Kevin in Hawaii The second I saw that little bunny uh going. Park, 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 oh,
1: you know, he said it? he said seasonally, it's not a holiday, but That was the Cadbury cream. You know, if you yeah. if you told me calories didn't count and we were all just gross, realistically, how many Girl Scout cookies could you eat? Real, s- Samoa's the whole box. If uh, I really wait. A, sleeve, a sleeve of thin, <laughs> mints. Wait, yeah, individual uh, cookies or boxes. Spot, I could, uh, I could house a few boxes. Spot, can you eat? St- I, you could eat Thin Mints by the sleeve, one or two. Stand I by. found yeah.
3: out I had a pine, uh, a coconut allergy because of Samoas. Oh, really? Yeah, just because I ate so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> <laughs> True story. All of a sudden, my throat started to swell. Maybe it was. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. Wow, That's why I'm so a commie guy. Samoas. Yeah, yeah maybe so good. it was quantity guy. over
0: al- allergy. Maybe, maybe that was the problem. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, Some yeah, honestly, Samoas, though, you could eat a whole box. So That's ridiculous. All right, uh, do we go to Kevin in Hawaii? No, no. Uh, Kevin in Hawaii, what's up, man?
2: Oh, man, you guys hit it out of the park with the Fun Dip.
1: That was just uh, like blast from the past. Well, because you think Fun uh, Dip, Kevin. And I'll, I'll, a, let you give, yeah, I'll let you give your point, yeah, Kev, but yeah. I'm telling you, think of Fun Dip, we really were just, our parents, like, must have been like, are they really just eating flavored sugar with a little stick? That's really what it of is. Of course, That's what it is. Oh, anything else comes to mind, Kev? My fingers would be stained.
0: (laughs) You know how you rolled with those? Like, if you had to share with a sibling, you gave your sibling the stick.
4: He said about the stained fingers. Now it's kids with the hot Cheetos. Yeah.
1: That is a a rage. And Uh, Takis. There's songs about it. I, I, I don't mind hot Cheetos, but that is definitely a younger kid. Like, you go to a convenience store. And that's what They're a kid addicting. will get every time, no. right? My yeah. kid
0: is addicted to takis, and there's all these different flavors. But yeah, yeah, uh, fun dip, the lick a stick—that is classic stuff that we used to house. So Danny
1: G, you're a hip hop guy. Do you
3: remember
0: rap snacks? Oh yeah, <laughs> <It's> crazy, <yo. laughs> rap snacks I, for sure. And I, they had uh, all those random flavors like pi- like pickle
3: potato chips, the and- Cardi B chips were the best chips <laughs> that I- best you ever had, and right? Cheddar <laughs> and barbecue. I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I Is that it. real? Yeah, No, 100%. I tweet, you can find the tweet probably about four years ago. They were magnificent. Can't find them anymore. Rap wow. snacks. I'm telling you, like I said, I grew up with this. My dad had
0: candy and soda all throughout the house, all the inventory. I had all the snacks you can imagine. Drake's Cakes to, like you said, Beach Nut to cakes, too? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, these are the snacks we grew up on, guys, and it all comes from the Uncrustable story. Enjoy your pbj's enjoy your snacks and if we don't get to your phone calls hit us up at covino and rich on social media covino and rich here and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball meet up with old friends or show off the alma mater to your kids spring is prime time in college towns and if you're planning a trip two words for you graduate hotels there's no better place to stay Hey, uh, again, it's Kavino and Rich, and now it's time, right, Danny G? Yes, sir. For the Express Pro's Pro of the Week, and the Pro of the Week goes to Jordan Love. 272 yards, three tutties, no picks, 157.2 passer rating, and we talked about it. Man, how big of an upset would it be? We talked about it first hour if you want to check it out on the podcast. How big of an upset would it be if they beat Rich Davis's 49ers? How dare you? But congrats again <laughs> to Jordan Love for being our Express Pro Pro of the week. And before we wrap the show, Rich, a quick reminder, we do our playoff edition of Pick 4 tomorrow, our picks for the weekend. i am making it a trickier tomorrow. Well, whatever you want. No, I, have a th- I have an idea for tomorrow's show, so we'll have some fun with our oh, divisional okay. rounds. Okay. And weekend hobnobbing, what else you need to watch this weekend hey, you know what I'll tell you something there's called American something called American nightmare you might want to watch it's on Netflix fantastic but wrapping it up with the I'm him moments that stand out most to you the Dodgers were talking about this yesterday I'm him where a player were just or, or it could be an entertainer was just undeniably great in that moment where you know
4: they were thinking I'm him I'm that
0: guy because you were thinking it Danny G
4: what comes to mind you Ron, quickly, Ron in Missouri called. He couldn't stay on hold. He says, A.I. stepping over Tyron Lue. Definitely. Yeah, big uh, NBA Definitely. moment there. And then for me, Shaq with the alley-oop pass from Kobe, game seven, where they finished off the, with that comeback uh, against the 2,000 Blazers, broke their hearts. Oh, man. And that— Image I'm of Shaq with his fingers like this, his Run, arms aborted, extended, and aborted, him aborted, running, him aborted. running down the floor celebrating. I'm out of breath. I'm him. That <laughs> that was such a quote. I'm him yeah, moment. Yes, he humiliated him.
0: I'm glad you guys have all your cute little answers here because I have the number one, and the number one isn't Dame Lillard with that. That shot where everyone oh, mauled him was, and he's looking at the camera, yeah, yeah. and he had
1: that perfect <laughs> camera shot. <laughs> oh, they made they made
4: memes and videos right? and everything based on I mean, that. Look. He, when he's
0: looking at the camera, he's thinking, "I'm him." I believe that was uh, against the Thunder, right? That was Game the five.
4: I'm him smirk.
0: The I'm him smirk. That is the photo right there, right? That picture you could you could picture it. But the number one answer on the board, and number you could debate one. this all day, but it's when P D W. Pete Weber won that tournament, and he said, "That's right, I did it. Who do you think you are? I am. I don't care what anyone says. That's your that number one. The I'm him? number one. I'm him. Moment. <laughs> that is the best moment oh, in sports, no. dude. When Pete Weber he goes crazy on the crowd, and the backstory is even more awesome because something, someone in the audience was taunting him, and that's the story. So when he won that tournament, he was basically saying, "F you" to that guy. What do are. I am. I am. But I love his, like, if you listen to the clip, Rich, the uh, original clip, he's like, that's right. That's I- right. I did it. I did it.
4: You like that more than the Batista bat flip? <laughs> I do. Yeah, oh, he's he's going to go
0: that number I eight. love that. That's my number one, man. You know, and I'll tell you what, in, in like outside of sports, there's so many, right? We could do this all day, and that's why we open it up to you, Fox Sports Radio Nation. Chime in, and, you know, what stands out to you, but when I was a kid, man, and I saw this. I'm like that's him. When I saw Michael Jackson do the moonwalk, I, um, what, what award show was it again? The Motown award show. It was show? the
4: uh, their their anniversary. That Motown
0: yeah. award show, the anniversary show they had, and he did the moonwalk for the first time. I'm like, whatever that is, that is the coolest thing I'd ever seen. So I'm him. Moment. What about uh, Jesse Roscoe throwing his mitt in the air? <laughs> no, hey, that
1: was good. That was
0: you good. You know,
1: I was thinking in football. I mean, kickers usually are pretty composed, but. Would you say a couple years ago, Bengals kicker Evan McPherson? Remember, he went through that phase where he he was pretty he was chirp he was chirping. He's like, "I don't miss." Remember? Yeah, he was he, like, like
4: one of the grammaticas.
1: Yeah, he like kicked it and immediately turned around and like was celebrating. Like, there's
0: moments where I feel like it's it's less about the celebration, more about the in your face. Sometimes, like I can't think of the particular moments, but you've if you've ever seen a pitcher throw at a batter, and then that batter comes back and hits a home yeah, run off that yeah. pitcher.
4: That's like I'm him, dude. Yeah. I love Rich, it. Rich Rich just made me think of a I'm not him moment, though. Swaggy P, the famous oh, three pointer yeah. <laughs> where he turns around like Curry. That's the opposite and it bounces out. Doesn't go in.
0: That that's yeah, that's I'm not him. That's so
1: great. I love that clip. I I love I love those moments of excellence where you make the other players just look lost. Yeah. And if you could think of those, feel free. Hit us up at Covino on Rich. A lot of times, like you said, in basketball. Dave made there's there's moments where a guy could cross you over and you see the defender oh, yeah, fall out of yeah. their shoes breaking
4: ankles breaking ankles How about and then he got to hit that shot that famous clip of Barry Sanders turning the defender all the way around two different times oh it's the best I'm him so it's an expression that's a little overboard overused
0: nowadays but it did make us think of what are those undeniable moments feel free to share again at Covino I'll, and Rich. I'll
1: tell you what I know it's fresh but when Josh Allen ran for that fifty-two yard touchdown the other day, there was a sense when he flexed in the end zone. That was that was a pretty big end. Yeah, Dude, that yo, was cool cool a right? uh,
0: yeah, and then the snowballs everywhere. That was awesome. All right. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thanks for participating. We appreciate it. Hit up the podcast and join us on Overpromise. Yeah, we're gonna do our bonus pod now. The Fox Sports
1: Radio YouTube page and wherever you get your pods. We'll see you then. Or even there, baby. See you in the
0: Overpromise land. Let's go.